educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, it's Thursday on the Dan Parsons Show. Welcome aboard. Uh, yeah, educate, inform, entertain. That's what we strive to do here uh, every stinking day. So, uh, man, it's 5.08 on Thursday, July 6th. And, uh, uh, boy, the weather couldn't be better uh, for the kickoff of Zoo Fest in downtown Lincoln tonight. Uh, in fact, right now, uh, the Bel Airs are cranking it up, uh, start at 5 o'clock. So get down there, 7 o'clock. Igor and the Red Elvises, if you've not seen that band, I tell you what, they're a treat. And then uh, at 9 o'clock tonight, uh, uh, the legendary Charlie Musselwhite uh, will be in downtown Lincoln. So don't miss that. Don't miss Zoo Fest. Uh, starts tonight, Friday night and Saturday night in downtown Lincoln. I'll, I'll be there each night. Uh, Stop down and uh, buy me a cold beverage. Uh, or I'll buy you a cold beverage. How about that? Um, well, it is uh, it is Thursday. It's our uh, uh, traditional uh, Lincoln Business Roundtable. And coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour, at, uh, after the news at 536, uh, we'll talk to the newsmakers, uh, uh, the thought leaders, people who make a difference in our community and the business community. And tonight, uh, we will feature Derek Bombeck. Uh, Director of Sports and Visit Lincoln, uh, part of the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, and Ricky Porter Commence. Uh, Ricky is the Executive Director of USA Roller Sports. I think you just heard uh, on the news uh, that uh, uh, they are hosting the 2023 Indoor Roller Sports Championships right here in Lincoln, America, uh, starting uh, this week and runs through the rest of the month. So I'll be delighted to talk uh, with Ricky and uh, Derek. Uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour uh, to find out everything you want to know about roller sports. It's it's a great uh, tradition uh, uh, here in Lincoln and um, uh, the national headquarters right here. So that's uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, and remember, if you miss uh, any of the live version of the show, you can always catch us anytime on demand on your favorite podcast platform or just go to KLIN.com. And by the way, if... Um, if you are in the habit of listening on the podcast, uh, Stitcher <clears throat> is going away. Uh, I know Stitcher's been a uh, a favorite podcast platform, not as popular, obviously. It's probably why they're going away. But anyway, if you're a Stitcher listener, uh, they're going away uh, uh, in August, August 29th. So uh, readjust your podcast platform to uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, one of those others. But uh, I know if you're like me, uh, I have several shows uh, that I listen to on a regular basis uh, on the podcast. So uh, we'd welcome you to uh, mark us and, and join, uh, find us on the, on the podcast. Well, say hello to Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire of the Dan Parsons Show. It's good to be here as always, having a Dan good time as it, always. And this is your Friday, my friend. It is my Friday, yeah, well. I mean, I'll still be working, just not here tomorrow. <laughs> we'll miss you. So uh, uh, that Caleb is going to fill in, is what I hear. So that'll yep. be fun. Hopefully, he can have a damn good time as well. Well, I, I, I'll do my be- I'll do my part. That's for sure. So yeah, coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll kick off your weekend uh, with the Friday afternoon club with Chef Kevin Shin, uh, as we always do. I know Kevin. Uh, 
I was looking forward to that, and uh, we may start previewing. You know, Jack just got back from his vacation, and I'm taking off on mine uh, here in uh, less than a couple weeks. So uh, we'll be gone uh, uh, later in the month. And uh, so anyway. We, yeah, and Caleb's going to be gone while you're gone, too. That's right. So I'll be pulling well, you're double gonna hold, duty. You're going to hold down the I'll shop? hanging out with Jack in the mornings <laughs> and hanging out with Doug in the afternoons. Yeah, that, yeah, and Doug, Doug Fitzgerald's filling in for me while I'm gone. And so, yeah, we may start talking about a uh, little adventure. Uh, Chef Kevin is uh, also going to be uh, away, and uh, he and I are going to meet up uh, uh, across the ocean. He's got a, a family trip planned, and I'm going to crash uh, uh, Uncle Dan and the Shins, as we like to <laughs> call the party. And so uh, I'm going one direction. He and his family and friends are going another, and we're going to meet up uh, uh, in Ireland uh, after we both do some other things. So anyway, we'll we'll talk about that coming up. Well, uh, listen, political news. Um, uh, we usually talk uh, uh, politics on Tuesday. Well, we talk politics every once in a while here on the show, but uh, Tuesdays when we typically have uh, uh, some of our elected leaders come in and and check in with us, and we'll continue that tradition. And uh, but boy, things are heating up uh, both uh, on the state level and and nationally, obviously with uh, presidential race. And so this headline caught uh, my eye uh, talking about presidential politics. Uh, uh, out of Politico, if you read any of uh, uh, the uh, political reporting from Politico, uh, Florida GOP will require DeSantis and Trump to sign loyalty pledges to make the primary ballot. Uh, the new oath, which includes a promise to endorse uh, the GOP nominee and requires a candidate to pledge not to run, as an independent or third-party candidate, that messes things up when that happens, um, uh, mirrors language adopted uh, by the Republican National Committee uh, for its first debate. Uh, the story goes on to say that uh, uh, Florida Republicans, uh, the change by Florida Republicans comes amid an ongoing back and forth uh, between some Republican presidential candidates about whether they would support the nominee especially if it's Trump who remains mired in legal trouble. Uh, Chris Christie, who is uh, also running for president, uh, called a loyalty pledge a useless idea <laughs> and said it wasn't needed until Trump came along. Uh, and DeSantis, uh, obviously, is running. Uh, last month, sidestepped uh, the question about whether he would support Trump if he was the nominee, uh, although at a later campaign event, uh, he added that candidates should, quote, respect the outcome of the process. And uh, Trump himself has uh, uh, has been, you know, kind of all over the board about supporting the nominee, saying in one radio interview earlier this year that it would depend on who it was. Um, and this is what uh, Christie told uh, told a reporter. I think the pledge is a useless idea. Uh, by the way, in all my life, I've never had to run a Republican primary uh, I've never had to have a Republican primary candidate take a pledge, uh, is what Chris Christie said. And uh, former uh, Arkansas Governor uh, Asia Hus Hutchinson, who's another GOP 2024 candidate, uh, recently challenged uh, the notion 
uh, of a loyalty pledge saying he wouldn't support former president donald trump if he were a if he were a convicted felon uh quote uh, governor hutchinson said we need to concentrate on supporting the principles of the party uh which is the rule of law so uh, so that's interesting. Uh, you know, that presidential race is, uh, is going to be fascinating. It already is. Um, um, you know, Trump, uh, I think, remains in most polls uh, the front runner, uh, despite his uh, legal problems, which aren't going away anytime soon, uh, friends. I mean, he's uh, not only uh, has the uh, document uh, problem, and a federal indictment, first time of a, a federal indictment of a former uh, United States president. He also has uh, uh, some legal problems in state uh, court in the state of New York, um, and uh, most uh, observers are expecting uh, another uh, federal indictment to come down uh, soon, uh, sometime this summer, uh, pertaining to the uh, January 6th uh, uprising uh, at the Capitol and the, uh, the allegations that Trump uh, uh, tried to fix the system to uh, to hang on to the White House. So anyway, so all that's coming. Uh, and, you know, we're going to mention it from time to time because it does relate uh, to uh, what's going on here in Nebraska. And uh, uh, when we come back from the break here, I'll uh, mention a little bit of the uh, Nebraska political uh, climate and uh, uh, some candidate, another candidate announced uh, uh, this week of uh, a federal uh congressional seat that's going to be up next year well let's take this quick little break shall we and we'll be back after this message on 1499.3 klin you're listening to the dan parsons show on 1499.3 klin hey welcome back to the thursday edition of the dan parsons show so glad you could join us uh uh, coming up after the news at the bottom of the hour will be joining us Derek Bombeck, Director of Sports for Visit Lincoln, and Ricky Porter Commence. Uh, Ricky is the Executive Director of USA Roller Sports, uh, and they're hosting the 2023 Indoor Roller Sports Championships right here in Lincoln, America, uh, starting this week and, and, and running through the rest of the month. So that'll be fun to learn all about uh, roller sports uh, right here in, uh, in our country capital city and coming up on tomorrow's show we'll kick off your weekend like we always do with the friday afternoon club uh with chef kevin shin i tell you what if we can top last friday's uh uh show with uh, the zubar royalty that we had uh We'll do our best. Let's, well, let me tell you that. Uh, it'll be fun. Uh, and by the way, Zoo Fest is starting right now. Kids, uh, get down to, uh, downtown Lincoln. Uh, streets are blocked off. Uh, people are, the, the, the cold beverages are flowing. And, uh, yeah, right now the Bel Airs are taking the stage. Uh, uh, Igor and the Red Elvises at seven and the legendary, uh, Heart player, blues heart player, Charlie Musselwhite. My goodness, if you've never uh, seen Charlie Musselwhite, uh, get down there, kids. It's uh, He's a legend. He truly, truly is. So, Well, we were talking about national politics, and um, 
and relating that to uh, uh, some of the things that are going on in Nebraska. And earlier this week, you know, as I've uh, mentioned before when we talk politics here on the show, uh, there are, this is going to be a crazy year next year. Not only is there a presidential election, uh, unlike any that we've ever seen, uh, it, certainly in my lifetime, um, uh, you know, we've got, anyway, we'll talk more about that in the in the weeks and months to come. But uh, in addition to what's going on uh, out of Washington and presidential politics, uh, it'll be a race, uh, a, pre- a, a, a election season here in Nebraska next year. Uh, frankly, like none that we've seen. Uh, as, as always, every two years, we have all three of the congressional seats up. Uh, you know, Don Bacon is, uh, uh, the, uh, our representative in Omaha in the second district. Of course, Mike Flood here in, here in Lincoln, um, uh, the first district and, uh, Adrian Smith out in the third district. So all three of those gentlemen would be up for reelection next year. Uh, and then, and, and about half of the legislature is going to be up for, uh, election. Uh, and then in addition to that, uh, we typically have one of the two Senate seats, uh, up. But because of a fluke, uh, because uh, Senator Sass resigned early uh, and left, and then um, uh, new Governor Pillen appointed former Governor uh, uh, Pete Ricketts to that seat, uh, Senator Ricketts has to stand for election uh, to fill out the remaining term of Senator Sass's term. So, uh, and, and then Senator Fisher is up for her uh, re-election. Uh, so as, as you know, Senate is up every six years, but they usually stagger those. Uh, but because of that fluke, both Nebraska Senate seats will be up next year. So it'll be a wild, it'll be a wild, uh, year. And, uh, and as you know, if you've been listening to this show the last few weeks, uh, that's uh, kind of my hobby. Well, it's not only my hobby, it's sometimes it's my day job too, uh, representing political, uh, uh people running for office. And uh, so earlier this week, uh, voters in Nebraska's most competitive congressional district, uh, as our friend Aaron Sandiford writes in Nebraska Examiner, um, the headline State Senator Tony Vargas announced uh, his 2024 uh, run uh, against the Representative Don Bacon in Nebraska's second district. Uh, the subhead of Aaron's story, abortion rights, economy could be key issues in that race. And uh, so voters in Nebraska, Aaron writes that voters in Nebraska's most competitive congressional district uh, could get another rematch uh, next year in 2024. Uh, State Senator Tony Vargas of Omaha uh, announced a repeat bid uh, just Wednesday, uh, just yesterday, for the Democratic nomination to represent Omaha's uh, Omaha-based second congressional district, and that district has has changed over the years, and it's now uh, uh, it's not you know it's not only Omaha. Obviously, that's the core of the district uh, as Lincoln is for the first district, uh, but it encompasses uh, a lot of uh, rural areas uh, around uh, uh, the city of Omaha. Uh, his early entry, uh, Tony Vargas's early entry, makes him a favorite. The challenge, the four-term U.S. Representative Don Bacon, uh, Republican of Nebraska. Nebraska Democrats have said privately in recent weeks that they do not expect another high-profile Democrat to run. And that's, frankly, what I'm hearing from some of my sources as well, that uh, they're going to clear the deck and and let uh, uh, State Senator Tony Vargas have another shot at that uh, election. And... Um, 
Senator Vargas, uh, State Senator Vargas said, while we came up just short last November, I was so encouraged by the enormous response we got from voters across the district uh, that uh, he decided to take another run. He said voters were excited by uh, by his message of cutting middle tax, uh, middle class taxes, growing the economy, protecting women's health care and keeping our communities safe uh, from gun violence. Uh, In recent weeks, uh, Aaron goes on to write, uh, Bacon has uh, said he would welcome another challenge from Vargas, whom he described as out of step with a district leaning slightly right. Uh, And he has, uh, Congressman Bacon has criticized uh, Vargas's uh, record as a state senator. Vargas in in 2022 similarly described Bacon, saying that the congressman votes were more conservative uh, than he talks, and that a number of groups that rate Bacon as bipartisan, uh, uh, Vargas says, are misleading voters. And uh, so it's going to be a a, a rematch. It looks to be a rematch. Obviously, uh, uh, both candidates have to make it through their primaries. Um, I don't think Congressman Bacon will have a problem with that. Uh, but uh, so that'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be, you know, that district has gone back and forth. Uh, that's the district that has produced. Uh, we call it the blue dot in 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 uh, Nebraska because uh, they've uh, voted uh, for Democrat uh, presidential uh, candidates, and uh, that seat has flipped back and forth from Democrat to Republican through the years. So, so that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting one to watch, and. Um, you know, Bacon, uh, uh, relating this back to presidential politics, uh, our friend Joe Jordan from News Channel Nebraska uh, wrote uh, a few weeks ago uh, that the state's, uh, that uh, Nebraska Congressman Don Bacon, the state's most politically vulnerable Republican on Capitol Hill, uh, according to uh, Joe Jordan's story, is making mixed comments on the indictment of former President Donald Trump. Um, and so uh, Bacon clearly bothered, uh, Joe Jordan writes, uh, by Trump's handling of classified documents. Keep in mind, uh, Congressman Bacon is a former uh, general and uh, served in the military, uh, led, uh, led a, uh, you know, was a leader uh, in, in the military. Uh, he's been elected four times in one of the country's rare and even rarer purple districts, uh, appears at first glance ready to take on former President Trump as he weighs in on Trump's historic federal criminal indictment a few weeks ago. Uh, Bacon said at the time uh, that he was shocked at the alleged callousness of how these documents were handled. Uh, they should have not they should not have been stored, uh, Congressman Bacon said, in his home and should have been completely handed over when the government requested. Um, so uh, that relates, it all relates back to, uh, uh, Nebraska when it comes to presidential politics. And, uh, so, uh, so we'll keep an eye on that for you, uh, you know, from time to time. Uh, there's certainly going to be a lot of, uh, fireworks. We thought there was a lot of fireworks this week. There will continue to be fireworks in the, uh, in Nebraska political world, uh, coming up in the, uh, next year in 2024. So we'll keep an eye on that for you. And uh, Congressman Bacon, uh, we've invited him to come on the show, so hopefully we'll get him on here uh, shortly. And I'm sure we'll have uh, uh, Tony Var- Senator Vargas on uh, too uh, uh, in the weeks to come. Well, listen, we look forward to visiting uh, uh, 
uh, with our guests here at the bottom of the hour, uh, Derek Bombeck, Director of Sports for Visit Lincoln, and Ricky Porter-Commence, Executive Director of USA Roller Sports. Uh, Let's take this break for news, and we'll be back after this on 1499.3 KLIN. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And welcome back to the Thursday edition of the Dan Parsons Show, which uh, it's Thursday. Uh, so that means it's still Thursday, Johnny. <laughs> I'm just like, welcome back to the Thursday edition. It's Thursday. <laughs> Well, what I meant to say, because it's Thursday, that means it's the Lincoln Business Roundtable. And, uh, you know, we talk to the newsmakers and thought leaders, the people who make a difference in our business community. And uh, so uh, that's what we're doing today on the Thursday edition. Uh, if you missed uh, any of our conversation on any of the shows, you can always catch uh, catch us anytime on your favorite uh, podcast platform uh, or just go to KLIN.com. And don't forget, you know, I'd like to carry on the conversation after we sign off here each day at 6 o'clock. Uh, so we can do that uh, by following us on the Facebook and the Twitter and uh, the Dan Parsons Show on Twitter and uh, Facebook. Uh, I just posted uh, a little bit ago, uh, uh, you know, our friends at Flatwater Free Press, um, the story that they wrote uh, that we featured on the show a couple weeks ago about the situation in Seward. And um, anyway, uh, there's a a post on there that the Washington Post uh, picked up that story. So anyway... uh, that's very interesting. Well, and don't forget, tomorrow uh, we'll kick off your weekend. Uh, the, the only way that you should kick off your weekend is tuning into the Dan Parsons Show, the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. So uh, Chef Kevin will have something tasty for us to uh, uh, to sip on here in the studio, and you can join us. You get home after you drive home and mix yourself a cocktail and join us. Well, I'm delighted. Joining me in the studio is Derek Bombeck, uh, Director of Sports uh, for Visit Lincoln, a division of the Chamber of Commerce, and Ricky Porter Commence, uh, and, and Ricky is the Executive Director of USA Roller Sports, uh, and they are hosting the 2023 
indoor championships right here in Lincoln, America. Well, welcome, Derek. Welcome, Ricky. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, Derek, um, uh, you know, I teased people, I teased you as you walked in and our listeners yesterday uh, that the other Derek is joining us because Derek uh, uh, Derek Fireherm has been on the show a couple times, your colleague down there at the chamber. But uh, for the folks who haven't heard from Derek Bombeck, uh, remind folks uh, that what the sports director does at Visit Lincoln. Yeah, so I've been the director of sports for nearly 10 years now, and uh, our job is to recruit state, regional, national, international sporting competitions right here to our capital city. Uh, and when we bring events in, it's not just to bring like those major like NBA preseason events that just the people of Lincoln will come to, but it is to bring people to Lincoln for the event. So, you know, an event like the case of USA Roller Sports, they have hundreds, if not thousands of athletes that have been here to Lincoln over the yeah. past, you know, 50 plus years in a month long event that just brings incredible economic impact uh, to our city from people staying in the hotels to eating at restaurants to, you know, whining and dining and everything in between. It's big business. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job. It's so exciting to see the development in the past 10 years when you've been at the helm, because, uh, man, we've we've done some cool things. There's been a lot of great projects, yes. Yeah. And, Ricky, uh, thanks. for It's a pleasure to meet you. Welcome to the studio. And uh, we're just getting acquainted a little bit, originally from Wyoming. I am, yes. And, and through this sport that you loved and you started as a youngster, uh, you used to come here to Lincoln all the time. I did. We came every summer for regionals. So we're here right now for the national championships. But our North Central regionals growing up was in Lincoln at the Pershing Center. Nice. And so I was here every summer competing in speed and artistic. There was also hockey going on. It was a back-to-back event. And then the years that Nationals was also in Lincoln, I came back for that. So I'd come for regionals, go home, train a little bit, tweak some things, and then come back for Nationals. That's cool. And that's a, that's a bit of a drive from Cheyenne. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. But you're right. It is like six, six and a half hours. So... We were, it was worth it. We were chatting. I uh, <clears throat> grew up in, in and around Lincoln, but my family moved out to Ogallala, western Nebraska, my middle school and high school yeah. years. So, yeah, I'd, I loved Wyoming. So cool, oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Just, so cool. Yeah, just a great environment and just a different way of life. And yeah, I so feel fun. the same. It was a great place to grow up, and I love to travel, but every time I go back, it's home. Yeah. And I was just telling you earlier, this is home now, so now I have two homes because Lincoln <laughs> has absolutely grown on me as a place to live. I always loved visiting here. It was never on my radar to live, but it's amazing here in Lincoln also. So two totally different cultures, but I love them both. And and you were telling me uh, prior to taking on the role as uh, the executive director of USA Roller Sports, uh, you found your way here because of what? Skating. Uh, Skating, skating, But you worked where? I worked, I grew up in a roller skating rink. Yeah. So my family owned roller skating rinks and just, it was just what we did. When I was growing up, we participated in all the roller sports that were available and I chose my path in speed skating. So I loved coming to Lincoln. They have the best floor. The city owned floor is the best floor, the fastest floor. So Lincoln was always the place to be my best, set those records, do all the things. I never anticipated working at the national governing body, but I knew that I loved Lincoln when I was That's here. Cool. So when the opportunity came up, I'm like, let me check this out. And here I am. And how it's long, home. And how long have you been in that role now, Ricky? I've been an executive director. I was interim starting in... End of 20, 
and then became executive director last year sometime. But I came to Lincoln as a liaison to the Olympic Committee. Oh, nice. And then transitioned into speed skating director. So I came out here in 2007. Okay. Well, yeah. it is home then. It You've is home. It is home. And Wyoming still feels like home. And now I'm like, you know what? I have two homes. That's I can okay. have two homes. That's okay. I can't. I don't have to choose one. So, uh, USA Roller Sports as an organization, um, uh, why? What's the history? Why Lincoln America? So our offices are held here. So the national governing body, we're underneath the Olympic Committee, and our okay. offices are here. And then we also have the only roller skating museum here. So it is shared space. So it's our offices and then the National Museum of Roller Skating. So it is the spot. And we absolutely love Lincoln. So as far as why Nationals here is you guys, you know, Lincoln, they have the nicest people, right? And then... With what he was talking about with the restaurants and the environment and the community, it feels like home here to people that don't even live here. We love the city of Lincoln as far as the people, the way that they handle the event. It's amazing. Um, Pinnacle, even though our event's not in Pinnacle Arena, they provide a lot of support for our event. It's just, it's such a great feeling from the admin side. So for me, my job's easy when it's in Lincoln because the Lincoln people are awesome. They're very welcoming. Well, Derek, yeah. talk about that a little bit. What's the logistics like in, in the location? What's that like for you? Well, like I said, we've had a history with US, USA Roller Sports for over 50 years, I believe. Nice. So, you know, transitioning from Pershing to the new uh, location where it's at at Speedway Village was a major transition. Uh, took a lot of meetings, took a lot of site visits to see how we're going to incorporate the history and what Pershing had going for it to see what a new facility like that could do and see what we could do to uh, make that into a championship roller sports facility. So like Ricky said, Lincoln owns its own floor and it's one of the best floors in the country. Uh, So we put two floors down for competition and practice. Um, We brought a lot of seating in um, to help, accommodate what Pershing had uh, to what Speedway doesn't. But sure. the partners at Speedway, Corporate, and Clay Smith, Tom yep. Gifford, um, yep. they've done uh, wonders for us over the last few years since we've hosted it. Uh, they've been incredible partners as well. And so just finding that fit, um, I think, has been a blessing for us so we could continue to host this event in Lincoln because it does have such tradition and such a rich history here. We didn't want it to go anywhere else uh, on the years that we could host it. You know, we are so spoiled, and we all, you know, those of us have lived here most of our lives, we're just, you know, we see speedway we see the brand all over the city and their property management and uh but we forget about what great corporate citizens they are and it's there's been more than one guest uh in the eight nine weeks that i've been hosting the show uh, that have talked about just their corporate uh being able to give back to our community and be able to enhance uh, things like this and and this is another example yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And we're lucky that they did it because we didn't want it. Once Pershing wasn't an option, we wanted to be able to stay in Lincoln. Absolutely. So I was looking at that, and it's our 32nd time. It's like he said, over 50 years, our first one, if I have it right, was in 1962, and it's our 32nd time in Lincoln. So wow. Wow. we're here. We want to be here, and the competition's amazing here. Yeah. So how many uh how many participants how many athletes will be in town this the entire month, right? Yes, it's the entire month. We've got roller derby, we've got speed skating and we've got artistic skating. A few thousand participants and then 
three to five. I don't have the final count for this year, but I think three to five thousand people come in over the course of the event. I believe I'm looking at Derek because I'm like, you probably know that part better than I do. But as far as participant numbers, it's in the thousands and then they bring their families and their coaches and we have officials and. Very cool. So, yeah, a lot of people. Very cool. Well, we'll take the short break, and we'll come back, and let's let's dive into that. Let's dive into the roller derby, the ski, speed skating, and the figure skating, and talk about all three of those branches of the sport uh, after this quick message here on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, and welcome back to the Thursday edition where it's the business, Lincoln Business Roundtable. We're visiting with Derek Bombeck, uh, Director of Sports for Visit Lincoln, and uh, Ricky Porter Commence. Uh, Ricky is Executive Director of USA Roller Sports, and uh, we're in for a treat, uh, folks, because they are hosting the 2023 National Indoor Championships uh, here in Lincoln throughout this month. Roller Derby starts off this week, speed skating the next week, and then at the end of the month, uh, figure skating. Well, Ricky, uh, you've got some pretty amazing uh, uh, athletes coming to the city. We do, and we we always have high quality. It's the best of the best that comes. Under five events, so five and under and over 60. Oh, really? So we've got athletes of all ages. It's the best of the best in roller derby, speed skating, and artistic. Right now at the Roller Derby Championships, we have current Olympic gold medalist. She just won in Beijing, the 500 meter, and she is participating in roller derby. Her name's Erin Jackson, and she will also be racing the national speed skating circuit on Sunday night. So she does inline speed skating on wheels, roller derby on wheels, and then goes and wins Olympic medals on the ice. Amazing athlete. And I think that for the speed skating, the most well-known athlete that started with us is Apollo Ono. Sure. And he became super popular when he won Dancing with the Stars. You know, so then it got a lot of publicity for skating because Dancing with the Stars was so big. So he won that. Um, He started with us. He has a super cool poster at our events. There's tons of pictures of him from Pershing. So that's super cool. And then he did a fun poster showing this is where it started. Nice. And then this is nice. where I am. So a lot of people know of him. And I think Erin will be next, right? She's doing big things. and Yeah, because Olympics in, in Paris next absolutely, year. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So she'll she'll be doing Winter Olympics. So oh, I'm sorry. A, a winter, little bit, yes. but you're right. Yes. And there's some crossover there with some of the athletes that do other sports. But she, we're just excited she's here, even though she's got that super busy Olympic schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before before we get any uh, further along, uh, Ricky, tell us where our listeners can uh, find out about tickets and location of these events and, and find out everything they need to know. Of course, go to usarollersports.org and there is a photo that says National Championships. You click on that photo. It's got all the ticket prices, all the dates. It has all the information that you'll need. If you're looking for the highest action, the finals of the roller derby is on the 8th. The fastest racing is the evening of the 9th and the evening of the 11th. And then the world-class artistic skating is July 19th and 20th. Okay. Okay. So. And all at Speedway? All of it at Speedway uh-huh. Village. Yes. And, and Derek, remind our listeners where that's located. So it's uh, right off Van, Stor- Van Dorn Street down by Good Life Fitness, mm-hmm. um, just between 77 and 9th Street. So yeah. off Van Dorn, yep. Got plenty of I think parking. 1, 2, 3 Speedway Circle is the address. Yeah, so. and it's, I think our building, it is 1, 2, 3 Speedway Circle when you go in there, but I 
know because we're getting shipments. It's 345 Speedway. Okay. Okay. Yep. okay. And, and, and tell us, Ricky, where the museum is, too, in, in case people uh, haven't been to the roller skating museum. Of course. It's 48th and South. Yeah. And you can just park right behind that, walk around the front, and come in. Tons of fun stuff in there. Yeah. So much yeah. fun. Roller, roller rink stuff, roller skating stuff, history of roller sports. And, and the development of the sport, I mean, it's just, it's it's been an amazing development through the years. Because, yeah, I think like a lot of us, I did certainly, uh, was did the roller skating growing up in small town America, you know. And, and the sport has just caught on fire and become, like you said, you've got Olympic athletes. Right. Some of the best athletes in the world competing. Yes, absolutely. And I think a lot of people think the old school is what some people call in the quad roller skates. Okay. The two wheels in the front, <laughs> two in the back are super current right now. With COVID and the shutdowns, sure. tons of roller skates being sold. And we still participate in our roller sport on those skates in certain events. So we've got inline speed skating, but we've also got quad speed skating. We've got roller derby is done on those quads that you probably grew up skating on. Oh, yeah. So that's going on. And then with the artistic, most of it is done on the quads. They do have some inline, but most of it's on the quads. But I have people say, you know, I used to wear those when I was little. And I'm like, you could still do it now. <laughs> you can wear those now. So, so what's the switch out like between the three events, the roller derby uh, going on now, uh, speed skating, and then figure skating? Is there quite a transformation uh, at, at Speedway to... to change the uh, the environment and, and what that's like? So there's a little bit of switch out with the vendors and then roller derby runs on the two floors and then with speed skating it's going to be a whole switch out just with vendors and running on one floor and then having warm up on another and then when artistic comes same switching out the vendors and then artistic runs both floors one for practice one for competition and the artistic skaters practice a lot while they're here Okay, so it runs almost 24 Seven. So and they can do all of that in one location. Yes, which okay. is awesome. We're able to lay both floors down in Speedway. Um, we have a subfloor that the city uh, helped us get. Nice. So a subfloor to go over their turf. We lay our two floors down. I say ours. I know one of them. You guys own. I look at Derek. <laughs> the city owned floor. We lay. I wish it was ours, but it's the city. <laughs> we wouldn't own it if it wasn't for you. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have much use for it. Yeah. <laughs> The city-owned floor goes down, and then our floor goes down. And they're both operating at the same time. That's great. Uh, Ricky Porter-Commence we're visiting with. She's executive director of USA uh, Roller Sports, and their big 2023 indoor championship has started. Does it start today? Yeah, today was the first day of competition. Games are going on still right now. Roller derby's happening. Started at 7 o'clock this morning. With a little check-in and practice and then right into the game. So it is going on. And like you said, in addition to all of the athletes, uh, Derek, people come from all over the country to to see these events. Yeah, like the most fun thing that I do when I bring events into town, whether it's Ricky's or any others that we host across the city, is I love walking the parking lots to see all the license plates from across the country to see how far people drove just to come to our capital city. And that's what it's all about for us to bring those kind of events here. Yeah. That's very cool. Well, remind our listeners again, uh, Ricky, where they can uh, find tickets and find out more information. Yes, it's usarollersports.org. And then everything right there when you click on the national championships. Ticket prices, all of the things are located right at the usarollersports.org. And a huge thank you to the city of Lincoln, always, always. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it, obviously, uh, Derek and his crew are very passionate about all sports. And, boy, you've got some great things coming up. And uh, it, it's just so fun to watch uh, youth sports and, and, and all sports uh, uh, continue to thrive in this city. Yeah, it's been phenomenal. You know, I say sports is the one thing that COVID couldn't touch. You know, it was pandemic proof. It's recession proof. People will always pay to have their kids or themselves compete wherever they can. And so if we can help make that happen here in Lincoln, we'll definitely do that. Very cool. Well, we look forward to uh, uh, to seeing all the events. Roller Derby starts off uh, and then speed skating and then you end with figure skating at the end of the month. Well, I'm delighted that you guys uh, could stop in. Derek Bombeck, Director of Sports for Visit Lincoln. Uh, Ricky Porter Commence, uh, she's Executive Director of USA uh, Roller Sports. And uh, so congratulations and good luck uh, through the month. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity yeah, to be here. Yeah, we, we delight, we're delighted that you're here and, and that you've made Lincoln home. And, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be watching. And, and, and so if you need to learn more, Ricky, one more time, the website. Of course, usarollersports.org. There's a photo right on the homepage, the national championships, and all the information is right there. Very cool. Well, listen, uh, thanks to you both for coming in and spending uh, your afternoon with us. And uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, it's Friday already. Seems like we just had a holiday. Yeah. We just had a weekend. Seems like Monday. Yeah, it <laughs> I know. It. Yesterday was was weird. But uh, we'll kick off uh, your weekend right uh, tomorrow, uh, as we always do, uh, with the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. And uh, I'm headed down to Zoo Fest. Uh, I'm getting texts on my phone. It's blowing up. Somebody wants to buy me a cold beer. And so... Uh, I'm heading down to see Charlie Musselwhite, and uh, so maybe we'll see you down there, and uh, uh, we'll enjoy, uh, my goodness, this weather. This is Chamber of Commerce weather, Derek. We ordered it up, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, uh, we'll see you here tomorrow, and uh, that's a wrap. And uh, now go do good things on 1499.3 KLIN.